Hey, hey, hey. And we're back. We're back. Oh, we're back, yeah. <laughs> we are back, Ryan. Last time I checked, uh, we're recording this podcast. Uh, it's It's been a while since we last did this, but uh, it's good to be back, too. Yeah, it's, it's good to be back. And it's playoff season. It is playoff season. This is, like, the best time to get back. Playoffs are about to start. I'm about to put some money on some of these games, see what I can get out of it. I feel like I have a better chance of winning on like Betway. Oh no, no, I don't think you should put money on it, Ryan. I, I, I don't know, I don't know about <laughs> that, man. I don't think you should. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll, I'll see, I'll see. If my, if, if the odds are, are like really good, then I'll consider it. But oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, uh, we're back, we're back this week, and we got our playoff predictions all the way from the first round to the finals. So, I'll just quickly explain the format this year. This year, we have play-in tournaments for the 7th and 8th seed. Uh, as I'm sure many of you already know, the, the East has already finished their 7th and 8th seeds with the Boston Celtics earning the 7th seed and the Washington Wizards having beat the Pacers, sadly, last night for the 8th seed. And over on the West... Uh, the Lakers beat the Warriors for the seventh seed, and tonight the first game between the Grizzlies and the Warriors will be played for the eighth seed. I got everything right there, Austin. Yeah, I think yeah they're gonna play. It's one game, right? They play one game for. I believe seed. if the Warriors win one game, they advance, but Memphis has to win two in a row. Really? Yeah, I think so. Or or uh, if I'm mistaken, it's one game each, but. I'm guessing it's one game. I, I would guess All it's right. one game, honestly. <laughs> I'm not too clear on it, but it's funny. LeBron said he did not like the format. <laughs> LeBron, straight, straight bandwagoning, dude. Like, I don't know what's going on here, man. This guy was like, <laughs> he didn't care about it. Last year, it was like, ah, oh, whatever, dude. Playing this, cool, man. I'm in first seed. And he gets to the seventh seed now, and he's like, yo, this is kind of BS, man. Like, what the, yeah, what the hell? They this, yo. <laughs> Screw this. This, uh, this guy's a hypocrite, man. <laughs> and yeah, uh you wanna hop in into our first one. Oh yeah, let's let's talk matchup. about let's talk about first matchup. We we're gonna start on the West with the Utah Jazz versus either Golden State or Memphis. You know, we don't know who's gonna win the game. The, the Memphis Warriors. Man, yeah, Memphis Warriors, yeah, that, yeah. that they're gonna win. <laughs> and it looks uh, like both of us actually have it the same. Utah Jazz for Go say to Memphis one, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the um, we have uh the Memphis Grizzlies and or the Golden State Warriors losing to the Jazz in the first round, but that's 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 pretty like self-explanatory. The Jazz are first seed. They got like two uh six man of the year candidates and a DPOY candidate. I, I and don't an MVP see... candidate, right? <laughs> and they got. <laughs> They got a, a coach of the year candidate too in um, Quinn Snyder, so I I don't think it really needs to be debated on like who wins the first and the eighth matchup in the West. I have yeah. Utah winning in five. Yeah, I mean, I I was trying to talk myself into Golden State just from watching that game against the Lakers. Like if if Curry just like catches fire and stuff, and if he just abuses the pick and roll, but at the end of the day. There's a reason why Utah was the first seed, and they were dominating through the whole season. And with everyone 
looking to be healthy on Utah, then I, I don't see you know Utah dropping the ball in the first round. Oh, so you don't have them like losing at all? What do you mean losing at all? Like, like it's a sweep. It's a sweep oh, no, for no, Utah. No. I, I, okay, I, I'm entertaining the the like possibility of a sweep. Like, I could easily see this being a sweep, but I won't be surprised too much if this went to six games, just because like both both Golden State and Memphis are pretty like they're pretty volatile. Like, let's say mm-hmm. Valanciunas just decides that he's like I don't know Hakeem, like because like, we've seen them like twenty twenty <laughs> yeah, games. Here. Like he could just dominate because Gobert actually sometimes he does get dominated by like the better centers in the league, and if he does that, then you know they could pull to six or seven, and same with Curry on the other end. Like I, yeah, like Curry, could Curry can catch fire real quick. Yeah, like these aren't these aren't ordinary like eight seats. Like this is not like you know, like twenty fifteen or something twenty sixteen where like it's like Anthony Davis eh, and the Pelicans like, like whatever. It's, yeah, it's not. It's not whatever. And now this is like these are really good teams. Like they could easily be the sixth seed. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that wraps it up for the first matchup because Utah is just that dominant this year. Yeah. Moving on, uh, the fourth and fifth, we have the Clippers and the Mavs faced up. Austin, who do you think is going to win this one? So I, 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 I gotta say, it's, it's the Clippers, man. I remember mm-hmm. twenty nineteen. We seen the Clippers and the Mavericks match up. But then Porzingis went out, and that was actually the series where Dallas was actually looking pretty strong in that series, having a lot of success. And then once he went down, you know, that's when the series just went straight to the Clippers' favor. But I think that was really a fluke. I really don't see the Clippers losing to a team like the Mavericks. When you have Kawhi and Paul George, arguably the two best players in that series, it's going to be quite difficult for Luka to get off you know, the shots he wants. Because usually Luka does take contested shots and setback shots. But if he's taking them over Kawhi and PG, it's going to be quite difficult. You're going to need to to have, you know, Jay Rich, I mean, Josh Richardson, yeah. and Dorian Finney-Smith to hit their shots. It's going to be it's gonna be pretty difficult for the Mavericks to kind of, you know, get an edge in this series. Yeah, and then uh, you also have uh, KP. He's, uh, I do not know if he's going to be, like, healthy. Honestly, I don't even know if he's going to be, like, completely healthy ever again. But uh, with him being, like, kind of injury-prone now, uh, and considering the Mavs are no longer the first, the top-rated offense in the league, like, last year, right. uh, <laughs> uh, the Clippers have a much better chance at just destroying, or not destroying, I think Luka can still pull two games out. Uh, the Clippers are going to win in six for me. Yeah, and, and you know, heading into the postseason, Porzingis actually had a decent string of games. You know, he was averaging in the higher teens, and I think that was some good warm up. And we, I mean, I could easily see them winning game one by like twenty. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they just come out guns blazing in the first game, and just drop like Luca drops like thirty, and then Porzingis drops like twenty nine and fifteen. Like, you know what? I'm gonna call it right now that Mavericks are gonna win game one. I guarantee. That they're going to yeah, win game one. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to guarantee Dirk's going to drop 15 as well. Okay, dude. You know what? <laughs> he's on He's on like the bench, isn't he? Like, he could low-key come back, come out of retirement for like one game, and just dominate the Clippers. Yo, he's low-key not retired. Like, he's just taking a year off. <laughs> yeah, he lied. He actually lied. Under the suit, he wears his uniform the entire time, just in case. Yo, this guy's still got like eight seasons left. I don't know. <laughs> oh, bless All right. Man. 
Yeah, okay. So, um, Clippers win. Jazz, pretty simple for us. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right, let's move on. I don't know if this is going to be controversial. We have the Nuggets against the Trailblazers. And as much as Nuggets have been as dominant as they have been, or dominant would, wouldn't be, but, like, they haven't ex- like they haven't met my expectations, at least. Ooh. I think the Blazers will come out in seven games. This is, this is this wasn't just a maybe controversial run. This is very controversial, man. I don't I don't really understand what you mean by you're not impressed. I mean, did you not see Jamal Murray go down and then they won like nine straight games? Okay, yes. But keep in mind the playoffs are a completely different like a different thing. Right. And if when it comes down to seven games, you can be like you can guarantee game time is going to be on all all night every night. Mm-hmm, but you can guarantee I, Jokic time, like you know that's also a thing. I mean, the the Denver Nuggets have already done it. You know they've and they've done it for like two years. I mean, I think twenty eighteen they they lost against the Spurs in seven games, but they looked pretty good in that series. Last year twenty nineteen they they got uh, to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and that was, yeah. of course, that was with Murray. But I think Jokic has proved that, I mean, he's I mean, he's the system. That's one thing. Like, Jokic mm-hmm. is the system. So even if Jamal Murray's gone, like, he was just a really, really good shot creator. I mean, it, I know it's difficult to kind of make up for that, but if you have MPJ, if you have Aaron Gordon now coming in, if you have Will Barn, I mean, they, they could still have a lot of good success. And we've already seen the Nuggets, like, decimate the Blazers in a regular season game without Murray. And as much as I love Nurkic, you know, he's, he was like the biggest X factor for me in this series. I don't think Nurkic can hang man. And once they get Nurkic in foul trouble, it's going to be over, man. Like you're, you're playing Enos Cantor. You can't play Enos Cantor. You're playing, you're playing who? Wenyan Gabriel. Like <laughs> you're playing Rondé Hollis Jefferson at center. It's going to be pretty bad once he gets in foul trouble. So I think, I think the Nuggets squeaked this one out just because Jokic is just like one of the most dominant players in basketball. My logic behind this, you have Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Uh, the Nuggets don't really have um, a backcourt right now. Like, sure, Will Barton's good. Uh, yeah. Compazzo, is he the starting guard right now? I'm not sure, but I, might I, don't, I, I don't think they can match up against the, the barrage of like, like, Buckets just of threes just splashing down like every single every single night. I don't think they can defend against that either. Right, right. Uh, it, it makes sense, you know. Lillard and McCollum. I, I expect them to average both over like twenty five points a game in this series. But I remember a previous podcast we were talking about who are some future MVP candidates, and I had Michael Porter Jr. in there. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make my case, man. I hope Michael Porter Jr. just like dominates this series. I hope he drops like thirty points. I feel a game. like I feel like Norm will knock him up though. I feel like I have the feeling Norm, Norm will lock him up. Yeah. Norm. This is a six four guard with bow legs. You think he's Yeah. Gonna... Yeah. Have you seen MPJ? He's firing over boys, man. He <laughs> he just pulls up contested anyways, man. Norm is like a like he's like a traffic cone to MPJ man. Bruh, bruh. Hey, nah, Nor I think Norm's gonna have a good series though. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, with the Nuggets defense being this thinned out, I could see him being able to cut and score on the weak back line of. of I Denver. think it's primarily um, defense right now, because for at least for the Blazers, because 
even though uh, Portland isn't as that strong defensively, they have a, like a wide range of offensive weapons they can use. Think right. think about what Denver has off, coming off the bench, like Paul Millsap, Javale McGee. Like, sure, these veterans are good, but they're not. They're not Austin like, Rivers, you sleeping on my boy Austin Rivers, man? <laughs> he he's no defender though, man. He's not he, against Dame. Really against Dame, CJ? I don't I mean, think just so. just double like you could double with Isaiah Thomas and Spud Webb. Like you're gonna have to pass the ball out. So if you, you just double, you double Dame. He's just gonna shoot it from half court, and it's still gonna go in. It's not gonna. It's not gonna uh, you would, you would think, man, but come on, man. Dame's not a selfish player like that. He's gonna pass it out to Robert Covington, he's and Ro- pass- Rocco's gonna hit the three. Yes, we know that. So you're right. You know, Rocco he's he's flash. I can't I can't deny that. But Denver. <laughs> But Denver, you have a system that's already built, that's already been proven to work. And it's not like a lot of these teams, like, let's say Charlotte a few years ago, if you lost Kemba, like, your whole, your whole like, system, your whole, like, game plan it is collapses. done. Yeah, it like, collapses. your team is garbage. With Denver, it's it's built in a system, and if you lose a piece of the system, you can just try to replace it, and it'll still be able to work, like, almost just as fine. You like, know not... what? If Bull Bull starts at small, oh, Denver will win in four. You know what? Yeah, if if Bobo, you know if Bobo is on the court, they're gonna win the series. Like that. That's just yeah, how it yeah. works. That's just that's just how it works. So but... like we see on very, not very different. We both we both saw it in seven games. I had the Nuggets winning, and you have the Blazers winning. So it's not anything too crazy. So I, I think it's like it's gonna be a very close matchup. Like one game, it seems like the Portland Portland's gonna dominate. The next Denver's gonna dominate. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like Dame has that has that DNA. He's built different. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lillard, I just feel like Lillard would win the series in the first round. Okay. Okay. All right, and moving on to our final West matchup for the first round: the Phoenix Suns versus the Los Angeles Lakers. This was very tough for me. It was for me too, because the Suns you have who haven't made the playoffs in like years, and they're sitting in the second seed, and the 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 reigning champs who had just struggled because of like injuries there right now in the seventh seed. Ultimately it comes down to a seven game series. Austin, who do you got? I got the Lakers, man. I mean, before LeBron, what do you mean? mean, Ooh, man. How how can I not back up LeBron and AD, the two best players in the series, man? And I mean, let's think about before the playoffs. The Lakers were like the number one rated team before LeBron and AD went down. Like that that's one thing. So now that they're back, I'm gonna presume that they're gonna go back to close to the top, if not the top. And as much as I love Phoenix, I love their team, I love their starting lineup that they're gonna play for thirty plus minutes a game. And you know me, Chris Paul. I, I like yeah. I like Chris Paul. You know, he's one of my favorite the players. The floor general. The floor general. Yeah, he's the floor general. But at the same time, Chris Paul and Devin Booker they're not matching up to LeBron and AD, and usually the best players win the series. So, usually, with yeah, you're right. Usually, but it's <laughs> when you're the Lakers, and if you put AD at center, like this is one thing. DeAndre Ayton is gonna have the toughest series of his life. Like this is gonna be the toughest series of like the whole playoffs. Like if he versus any other team, I don't think it'd be that crazy. Maybe the Nets, but he's gonna have to try to guard LeBron coming into the paint. He's going to try to have to guard AD. 
he's and then even off the bench if they bring some of those centers like even Drummond I guess or or Harold like he's guarding so much people in the paint like it's gonna be tough and if if you're Devin Booker like you you're not gonna be able to stay in front of some of these guys and so like once someone gets by Devin Booker and it's Aiden in the paint there's gonna be so much options for the Lakers to 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 make. That I don't know if In can handle all that so soon. Like it's just it's a lot of pressure on the big guys, and usually the big guys impact the series the most. Okay, but I want to point out that Phoenix has been a top seed all season long for a reason. Right. Like you had Monty Williams, who's just he's my pick for coach of the year, which we will discuss in a future episode. But Phoenix, you have Chris Paul and you have Devin Booker. Sure, they're not the most like. Uh, I guess athletic people, but they can hit their shots. You got Chris Paul who can direct traffic anywhere. You got Jay Crowder guarding up LeBron, uh, who is not even at a hundred percent anymore because because of that that injury to his leg. You have uh, DeAndre Ayton, like you pointed out, he might not be able to uh, uh, guard the big guys in the paint, but you. Ha- don't forget that you do have Chris Paul directing him where to go, teaching him what to do. I think that's going to be a Chris Paul is going to be the biggest factor in this game, or in the series. Uh, if LA is not completely a hundred percent, there's I don't I just don't see them. Uh, just I I can, I can I can see them winning, but I just I don't think they're going to win. You know, with Chris Paul, if this was against Utah, I would make a serious argument. That, that Phoenix would beat the Utah. Phoenix Suns would win. Yeah, I, I would have too. Yeah, just because Chris Paul is, I, I he's like a top three point guard. He's like a top five player I would want in the playoffs. Like for any series for any team, I would want Chris Paul just because mm-hmm. the way he plays offense, the way he plays the offense, he just goes up the pick and roll, and if he has open space, he takes the shot, and mm-hmm. he's super efficient. He's shooting forty percent from. Pull up threes, pull up twos, standing three, standing two. He's shooting over forty percent for each of those, and I would, I would love that. You know, I would definitely like try to advocate for that. Like, yeah, Phoenix could definitely do that a lot and and abuse the Lakers. But we're talking about Anthony Davis being the center. He's he's the one that's going to be defending the pick and roll. And if you're Chris Paul, like I don't think you're able to take that shot over Anthony Davis. Like, Anthony let's Davis... take in that AD hasn't even been like exceptionally well. Like, sure, he's been re- he's been pretty good this season, but he hasn't been like the Anthony Davis that I expect to see. That's true. And, he has been a bit overweight. Yeah, and he's he's missed a bunch of games. We don't know if that's going to affect it or not. Uh LeBron's LeBron just came back. Uh, even though he hit that like that clutch three, it's it's still it's uh, I can't see it, man. I, I feel like you should, you're I'm doubting like, the king. You're you're doubting <laughs> I think Phoenix on? has the edge. I think Phoenix has the edge. You know, Ryan, I've always tried to doubt LeBron in my life. You know, when I was being a Raptors fan, I'm always like, man, this is our year. We're going to beat LeBron. It's never happened. And even though, yeah, they look a bit banged up, we've seen LeBron and AD, you know, kind of turn up a bit last game, you know, in the second half. And I think once it's playoff time, you know, we've seen it last year. Like, I don't know what people are forgetting, man. Anthony Davis and LeBron were like the two best players in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And if they can get even close to that, this year, like they're still like a top five players. Like they're still two of the top five players in the playoffs. Like, is is gonna be like they they're they're gonna be pretty dominant. And bro, it's still an if though. Don't know what what their conditioning is. That's true. Right? That, that is true. That's true. That's that's my reasoning. We don't if we don't know if 
if if the Lakers were healthy, like even if they were in the seventh seed, we we see LeBron still, uh, like just jogging up and down, just like nothing's happened to his leg. Definitely, Lakers would win the series. But uh, as we can see from from social media, from from his performance on the court, I just don't see him at that at level anymore. He's he he's just kind of he's banged up a bit. And if you're not if you're not healthy for the playoffs, you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win. That's okay. You know, yeah, that is a pretty big if, but we also got to wonder if, you know, if Devin Booker is going to pass the ball, you know, because mm. I feel like what they did with Curry the last game, they're going to blitz Devin Booker the same way. I, I feel like that's going to be a real option to do. Devin Booker takes a lot of the shots on that team. He has like a 34% usage rating. That means he's ending a lot of these possessions. So if they get the ball out of his hands, it's going to be it's going to be kind of a panic for, for, for the Suns. You know, if you block off Chris Paul, you double Booker, like you're passing out to Mikel Bridges and then he has to make the decisions. And it's going to be like when they double Curry and he passed out to Wiggins and Wiggins, it was like, I don't know what to do with the ball. Like they, they could also have that as an option, but I definitely see your argument. The Lakers are a bit banged up and Phoenix could definitely take advantage of that. It's, yeah. So uh, that's why the series for me is in seven Phoenix in seven. Okay, Phoenix in seven, and I have the Lakers in six. And that's reasonable. That's very reasonable. It's just... I can't doubt the King. You know, I just I don't want to. <laughs> I don't, don't want to end up looking dumb like that. Like I just. I just... <laughs> Here is just LeBron passing to Chris Paul, who's like the same age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to finish the West? Uh, yeah. Let's let's finish the West. Why not? Let's finish the... All right, all right, all right. So, because in the first matchup, we both had Utah and. Uh, the Clippers, right? Yeah. Who do you have coming out of that series? Uh, out of the series, in six games, I had the Utah Jazz coming out. Okay. Okay. Now, I, I, it, it was kind of difficult for me to to judge the series. At some point, I had Clippers winning in like five, but now I have the Utah Jazz winning in six. It's pretty weird, just because there's so much good players in the series, and. For me, like you seen to me with you see me like have the same logic with the Lakers. Like you have LeBron and AD, two of like the best players in, you know, the playoffs. Like the Clippers but still you have, have Kawhi and Paul George. Right, and it's right. and when it comes to playoff time, like you're giving the ball to these guys. Like it's not Reggie Jackson pulling up from deep. It's not like Patrick Patterson, you know, taking like a bunch of the shots. It's it's the ball's gonna be in Kawhi and PG's hands, and if they get good offense, then like they're kind of unstoppable. But the argument for Utah is still undeniable. They're still the best team in the league. They still won the the tiebreaker for the season. And mm-hmm. they're looking dominant. And I feel like one thing for Utah that like kind of puts them over the top that people kind of sleep on is Mike Conley. Like usually people think yes, sir. it's Mitchell and Gobert. That's the only team like, like that's that's all they do is Mitchell and Gobert. They just do that. No, it's Conley. And Conley has really, really efficient offense. And against centers like like Zubox or I mean I don't even know who their backup is. <laughs> he's getting those floaters and mid ranges all day, and I think that with that and Mitchell, like they're gonna squeak this not not squeak. They're gonna beat the Clippers, and I could see this even being like a five game series for the Utah Jazz like, if they just oh, dominate wow, that hard. I I could see them dominating, man. Like I don't know if Kawhi PG is enough with the the amount of talent that's around them. Like it's 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 pretty sad, you know, to be honest. Yeah. The talent that's around them. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I have Utah coming in seven, but that's only because I don't want to underestimate what the Clippers can do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, L, the the Clippers are one of the one of the best teams. Like 
even though they're only fourth in the West, they're still dominant just because of what Kawhi and PG bring to the table every night. Uh, mm. But my only problem is the bench for LA. You have two six man of the year candidates on Utah in Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles. Uh, who does the who do the Clippers have? Like, can, can you name me someone? Rondo. I thought Rondo was starting. <laughs> I literally was starting. I uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mifundu Kambangeli is is he? He got traded. He got traded. He got traded. Ah, dang. I don't even know to be honest. Like that. Yeah, their bench is like Luke Kennard. He's okay. He's not the most consistent now. He's decent, I guess. Terrence Mann is actually a decent option to be honest. Yeah, I guess so. But like, these aren't guys you keep on your fantasy team because they're just not that as productive as productive as Clarkson or Ingles. And then you also have, uh, remember, still a coach of the year candidate DPOY like I mentioned previously I just feel like Utah will come out of the series in seven but that seven is like worst case scenario kind of like I feel like the Clippers still have a chance but not they're not my favorites to win the series yeah and let me talk about the Clippers side on this you know I, I remember I, I I said like the Clippers I had them at like I had them winning in six games also the argument for the Clippers is you don't play your bench in the playoffs like you're never playing your bench so that's that's one thing like if you play Kawhi and pg like over 40 minutes a game like and you have them running the offense the entire time that's something and also i mentioned chris paul torching Rudy gobert i i it's like a a burned memory like it's something that's stuck in my mind forever watching chris paul just destroy Rudy gobert in the playoffs when he was with the rockets and i'm scared of that Kawhi and Peachy could do the same thing to Gobert. Like, they're mid-range assassins, and they could both just kind of run the pick and roll and abuse the fact that Gobert's going to step back just, and not contest. Just, yeah, it's going to be in the paint. Yeah, so that, that's the argument for the Clippers. But I still think Utah is going to continue their dominant run and win this in six. Yeah, so there's the thing. Utah has so many good, like, efficient, good scores. But if you have... In, in in the Clippers, if what if either one PG or Kawhi have a bad game, throw it's over for them. That's true. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, so that's why. By no means are the Clippers gonna lose. Like I, I just feel like Utah has a better chance. Right, right, right. You know, and actually, no, I forgot what I was gonna say. I right, never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, and our final semi-finals. We have different teams. Uh, I don't think it'd be fair to say it. I have Portland and Phoenix. I'm just going to say I have Phoenix coming out just because Chris Paul and Devin Booker are just just built different. Okay, good good reasoning. Yeah, and, and they're second. I, I don't I don't I don't you can't eliminate that fact that they're second, so yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, and Phoenix I had them I had them pretty high last season too. I really thought that Phoenix could make a good run if they continue continue their dominance and yeah, I mean, the Blazers, I feel like you're riding a bit high in the Blazers, to be honest. They're coached by a pretty bad coach. They have a lot of holes in, in their team. Like, yeah, you have good defenders. Like, you have Rocco, Derek Jones Jr., uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson on the wing. But with the coach like Stotts, they, they peak really, really early. And once teams, you know, get a hold of their game plan, the Blazers do not, they don't, they do not adapt. Like they don't mm-hmm. adapt from the game plan, and if if the Suns find it out, which I know they can, it's Monty Williams, it's Chris Paul on the team. You have a lot of good smart players on the team. I feel like if if I was 
you know, I don't want the words like watching that series. Like I would expect it to be done in like, like I don't know, like four games. Like I think I think that might. I be said sweet. five. I said I said five. Oh, you said oh, I thought I thought it was seven games. Because Dame Dame is still gonna carry everything. You you saw that tweet where the guy had uh, he had Portland Trailblazers had to win forty two games for the guy <laughs> to keep his house right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they put that on his shoulder, and he just he they got to forty two games. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, what if the guy just needs one game? Dame is gonna Dame's gonna get that guy his game. Facts, facts. Drop the rest of the series, but. Uh, yeah. I thought you had it in seven. Never mind. If it's in nah, five, then nah, I completely it's in agree. Five. Phoenix and five. Phoenix. I completely five. agree. Okay, okay. And on my side, I had Denver and L.A. You know, you know boring guy yeah. that picks all the favorites, yeah. but. The Lakers have already beat Denver once, and without Murray, they're even more exposed. Right, and, yeah. And the Lakers are a smart team. I think Vogel, Frank Vogel, is a really underrated coach. He's really good at putting his foot down and adapting to, to different parts of the game. We've seen that uh, with the with the last game they had against the Warriors. I keep mentioning it. You know, they, they made a lot of moves to acquire Drummond. You know, they, they put a lot of trust. You know, they promised him the starting spot. Even with Montrezl Harrell, you know, they, they they got him, I think it was a mid-level exception or something. Yeah. And, you know, you, you expect him to get a lot of minutes. Vogel said no, and he played Anthony Davis the whole second half at center. And with the way Vogel coaches and adapts, like, he's going to be able to exploit a lot of the weaknesses Denver has. And I think they're going to pretty much dominate the Denver Nuggets. Like, this could be a sweep for me, but I had the Lakers beating the Denver Nuggets in five games. Yeah, I can see it if the Lakers are healthy. Like my point always goes back to the the idea that LA isn't the most healthiest right now, right. and if if a team like Denver is still a hundred percent even without Jamal Murray, that's that's the game over. That's game over for LA. But if the Lakers can continue the stretch of winning at least and keeping their guys well rested, I don't see no reason. I don't, I don't see the reason why. Um, the Lakers can beat the Nuggets. You know, and I feel like with with LeBron and, like, these injuries, like, do you think LeBron's going to let a little ankle sprain kind of determine if he's going to play well or not? I feel like LeBron will just power through that. He might take some steroids and be like, nah, I'm not letting this hurt me. <laughs> you know, we, we know LeBron is a bit of, like, a, a drama queen, a bit of an actor. You've seen him last game with, yeah. with the... Draymond Green and he was on the floor act like he got shot by Draymond <laughs> every time he hit a shot. <laughs> he hit the shot, pointed at his eye. I can't see. I can't see. He made sure everyone in the building knew he can't see. But when it comes to playoff times and when he needs to get serious, I don't think LeBron's going to let a little ankle sprain like deter his his production. And I think I think the Lakers are going to dominate regardless. So Denver has no chance at all. Like no chance. Like if they win, oh, that's win tough. <laughs> if they win like two games, I'm gonna be so surprised. I'm gonna call Michael Porter Jr. the best player in the world. <laughs> good, like goodbye MVP to Jokic. <laughs> goodbye, no why, more. Why is Jokic the MVP, man? It's obviously Michael Porter Jr. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't recall him on the candidates, but all right. Uh, and our conference finals. Yeah. Well, you got. Yeah. Oh, you th- oh, you want me to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't okay. know what you said. I was like, "What you got?" <laughs> oh, I got Utah Jazz against the Los Angeles Lakers. It's All a right. pretty tight series. You know, this is how it should have been. You know, Lakers number one, Utah number two. Like that's what I was. I would expect the season to finish out. 
And mm-hmm. even though the Lakers are in seventh seed, uh, they still meet the Utah Jazz here. And I think it's going to be a pretty close series. I feel like the Lakers are still going to squeak this one out. You still have LeBron. Oh, wow. You still have it. I listen, man. Like this <laughs> don't, is just, don't doubt the king. Don't doubt the king. I, I can't, man. Like it's it's scary <laughs> thoughts for me. I get PTSD just thinking about LeBron, but their dominance if they're healthy. I mean, well, let me rephrase that. They're dominant when they're healthy, and by the time this series comes around, I think they're going to be fully healthy. And if they play the right guys, they're going to beat the Utah Jazz. And even though Utah Jazz is going to put up a really strong fight, you still have Conley, who I think is going to pretty much dominate the postseason with his floaters and mid-ranges. I think what the determining factor here is the referees. You know, like Utah has, has oh, talked true. about has talked about them not getting any calls and the referees are this and that. And on the other hand, the Lakers are getting all the calls from the referees. And, you know, when it gets to clutch time, you might see LeBron, you know, fall over and they're going to call a, a offensive foul on, like, Rudy Gobert. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the referees are going to, Side the Lakers, basically. Yeah, wouldn't I mean, that's be what surprised. I'm wouldn't be so, surprised. I literally think that this game might be decided by the referees, like this series. Oh, so LA is coming out to the going to the finals. They're going back to the finals. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Phoenix and Utah for me, and even though Utah has been so good this year, I feel like experience, like knowing how to stay calm, knowing how to stay cool. Defense on tight, always wins. Chris Paul finally goes to his first NBA Finals. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phoenix has just been so outstanding this entire season. Went from like bottom of the league the last few seasons to second this year. That's it's 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 just I feel like it's gonna happen. <laughs> Phoenix be the West representative in the in this year's NBA Finals. Yeah, that's that is a pretty bold finals candidate right there. Yeah, Ryan. considering you just you just knocked them out of the first round. <laughs> I, I'm just like I don't know what to I I just feel like it's going to happen. You know what that means? We're going to have to watch that Phoenix LA series very closely. Yes. Cuz whoever wins that series is making the finals. That's basically what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. You had Lakers winning, and I had the, the Suns winning. Yeah, and whoever just no one else matters. It's just it's just going to be Utah versus LA or uh, Phoenix. It's it, it's it's been decided. Yeah, but I mean, you were talking about uh, experience, staying calm, yep. defense on tight. Does that not mm-hmm. just describe the Utah Jazz? And not really. They're they're a very young team. They're going to be at the top or one of the best teams in the West for, for, for years. But Chris Paul, Chris Paul once again is the deciding factor here. You can't really listen. Okay, the Utah Jazz have been in a lot of playoff series already. They have a lot of experience, like seven game series against a lot of teams, six games against the Rockets at their peak. And then the Suns, yeah, Chris Paul is experienced and stuff, but. Devin Booker has never been to the playoffs. DeAndre Ayton, is, this is like his third season. Mikael Bridges is young. A lot of your good players are really, really young. Cam Johnson is also going to play, you know, a decent amount of minutes, I, I would guess. Like, yeah, they have Chris Paul, but majority of their team are also really young and have never been to the playoffs. All right, that's a, that's, that is a good point. 
Blake Man, Chris Paul. <laughs> you know, I agree. <laughs> I agree, man. Chris, it's not that I'm favoring Chris Paul or anything. Like, I, he's a good player. He's he's not one of my favorites, but he, I respect his game. I just feel like he's done. He can do so much for a team. Like, you take Chris Paul out of the equation, the, the Suns aren't even a playoff team. You put him in, they're a top two seed. Yeah, it's, that is the impact Chris Paul has. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that impact will just carry over. Okay, I I, I could definitely see that. Yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah. Leading them, yeah. Phoenix in six. Okay. Okay. And with that, we have our West. No, oh, West, I have the Lakers beating the Jazz, and you have Phoenix being Utah. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not the craziest. I, I, I would guess, you know, the two seed making the finals, and then me having the Lakers reigning chance making the finals. That's not too crazy. Yeah. I, well, like, you, did, you didn't like it some of my picks, but I'm not going <laughs> to. What, what do you I'm mean I didn't gonna... like? What, what do you <laughs> Portland, Denver. Wait, what do you? You you I, I, you're like you're sus about that one, like the Portland Denver one. I just like, I I've seen it happen in front of my eyes. I seen I seen Nurkic get like f- like fake out to faked out by Gobert. Like what am I talking about? Faked out by <laughs> faked out by Jokic. <laughs> I've I've seen the Nuggets decimate the Blazers, and the Blazers have just been so like. Uh, they've been so bad like their their coaching is like I feel like coaching wins a lot of series like you've seen that with Nick Nurse in the finals in 2019 with a coach like Stotts like you're you're not you're not winning a lot but let's not forget Melo no yeah (laughs) you know what yeah rep Melo dude Melo's gonna drop like 25 points in the third game oh alright he called it he called it 25 points in the third game Moving on to the East, Austin, let's have you start off with your first matchup with the, with the matchups in the East. Yeah, we're starting off with my favorite team in the league, the Philadelphia 76ers, against the 8-seed Washington Wizards. Very surprising. They knocked out the Pacers, which yesterday I was watching, and I'm like, I got really upset because in the second quarter, when I was watching, uh, Pacers only scored like five points, and like... Wizards had like sixty something. Yeah, it was it was domination. I don't, I don't know why the why the why did the Pacers like blow out? Who who was it the first game? I forgot who it was. They like blew oh, out the oh, Hornets. They blew out the Hornets. The first hundred forty something to like hundred. Yeah, and it was like oh damn, they look super good, and then they come in and just get destroyed by destroyed. Oh my gosh! <sighs> and with the Wizards' momentum. I can see them taking two Respecto. games. Respecto, Respecto, Russ, Russ, Russ just put the team on his back and went to work. So they were like the 14th seed early in the season. Yeah, like, they were. And it was I, like I, if they made the playoffs, it would have been such a surprise. You were surprised that I said they would make the playoffs. Yeah, you're. Right. Oh my god, I was like, there's no way the Wizards are making the playoffs. Man. You were so, so surprised. Look at their team, man. Like, how did that team make the playoffs? You have, like, Bertans playing, like, 30 minutes. Like, what the hell? Bro, Bertans, I don't know how they did it. I think it's just the Russell Westbrook effect. I think so. You know what? No, I think it's the three-center lineup, man. That's one of the most goaded lineups I've ever seen. <laughs> Who's one? Robin Lopez? Uh, Alex Daniel Lynn, Gafford? Daniel Gafford, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, yeah, and that's the first matchup. But, as we all know... Embiid's gonna Embiid, 
Simmons going to Simmons. Danny Green going to Danny Green. Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> it's a sweep. 76ers sweep the Washington Wizards to me. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, you has a sweep. And me being the Philly fan, I wanted to put a sweep. But I just had to play out these games in my mind. And Philly does tend to, to uh, they tend to fall apart a bit in the playoffs. And I, I think that the Wizards might muster up a bit of momentum and and take two games off of them. Like I could see Embiid struggling in some of these games. I mean, this is actually a pretty decent matchup for the Wizards, I, I would think, like for being the A seed. You have three centers to soak fouls against Embiid. A lot of teams usually have like one center and then one like okay center or like <laughs> one good center and then no backup. The okay. Wizards can throw out Gafford, tire out Embiid, get some fouls real quick. And then send out Robin Lopez. And Robin Lopez is actually a pretty underrated he's, defender. He, he's very crafty in the paint. Yeah, definitely. And I can see the Wizards being able to kind of tire out and beat and make everyone else beat beat him. Like, beat them. I think, yeah, yeah. But I think my 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 reasoning is defense. You have Benson at that point. He's going to lock down Russ, for sure. And even though Russ has lost a lot of athleticism the last few years. And he, he's still he's still amazing. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like against a younger, agile Simmons, I don't think it's happening. Bradley uh, Beal, Danny Green, like, uh, like what can I say? He's going to be locked down by Danny Green. <laughs> no, no, no competition there. Obviously. <laughs> and uh, the rest of the team, you have Tobias Harris rounding it out, and he's been so good this year. Not, uh, not like a max contract good, but like I would love to have him on my team. Right, uh, right. Joel Embiid doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. He's still an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. And you, you just have Seth Curry coming off to uh, like shooting the three ball. Uh, the bench is good. I don't. I don't see why uh, the 76ers would sweep the series. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like, if I had to bet my life on it, I would bet 76ers beating the Wizards here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a no-brainer. Their first seed and another with an eight seed. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> All right. Moving on, New York, the biggest surprise. Oh man, this, this biggest surprise, the biggest surprise, honestly. Like against yeah. Atlanta Hawks, which that was a surprise too. Yeah, it was a surprise. It was, I mean, it was. It, how do I say this? Like the second they let go of Lloyd Pierce, it wasn't a surprise. Like, the, like once they mm-hmm. brought in Nick McMillan, it was apparent that the Hawks were finding their right. groove and. Yeah, so I don't think that was it was it wasn't a crazy surprise, but the Knicks though, like, the, the Knicks, Tom like, Thibodeau, coach of the year. He's he, I love Monty Williams, but Tom Thibodeau is a very close second. <laughs> he's a very close second. I think it's because of the much improved play of Julius Randle. Oh, of course. That cannot. You you talk about the Knicks, you cannot talk about the Knicks without mentioning the improvements, the drastic improvements of Randall. This guy went from like 20-something percent through career three-point shooter to like, what is it, 40-something percent this season? Yeah. Crazy. And like, as much as I like Tibbs, people like to, you know, say Tibbs did this to Randall. No, Randall put in the work. No, yeah, Randall put in the work this season. He, he made himself an MVP candidate. I Like, I think this year he's a top five MVP candidate. Like, I don't see how, like... Why he yeah. wouldn't, right? Like look at, look at the Knicks. Look where the Knicks are. Like yeah, he does this and he brings them to like a top ten defense. Like 
it's insane. It's top, like, it's top four. It's top four. Oh, it's top four defense. Yeah, the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are so good. Uh, yeah. I love. I love the story. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, the Hawks are good. Yeah, Trey Young and John Collins and Clint Capella. I still have the Knicks beating them, but I have the Knicks kind of squeaking this one out. You know, the, the Hawks are squeaking. I see on your side, Brian. I see on your your. You know, it's your a sweep. It's okay, a sweep. Let's let's get you to go first. How, why do you think it's this a, is a sweep? First of all, defense. Tom Thibodeau always been a defensive minded coach. See the entire starting lineup. Even though Alfred Payton's not, he's he's pretty much the worst starter on the Knicks, but he's still a, a, an okay defender. Uh, everyone else well-rounded on defense, puts in the effort. Hawks, Trey Young, just, he just, if you can lock up Trey Young and he doesn't defend, that's, that's like, it cancels out. Like, he, he's not really a factor on the court anymore. Everyone, uh, Clint Capella, even though he's been the, he's probably going to be the best player in the series for the Hawks. Ooh. But one play, defense, man, he's in the paint, defense. Defense does win championships defense does help you win the series tom thibodeau is going to do what tibbs does d rose is going to come in six man of the year candidate going to help it out uh, i i just feel like the knicks will sweep the hawks you know defense does win championships but offense wins games and you know none, none of these guys are really going for the championship like i don't really see these guys winning the championship but if it's a game yeah you can you know try to negate Trey Young, he's still undeniably he's still undeniable on offense. Like I don't think there's any way you negate Trey Young. Like he's still a really, really good playmaker. He's gonna find ways to put impacts in the game. And you still have Bogdan Bogdanovich, who I think is gonna be the best player for the Hawks if they somehow negate Trey Young. Bogdan is one of the best like secondary, you know, shot creators in the league. You know, he he's He's kind of turned it up after the injury. You know, he was injured for like the first half of the season. Now he's come out and he's proven himself. Like, he's a really, really good player. And you still have guys like Kevin Herter who can hit open threes. You know, he's like lights-out shooter. John Collins is still there. If they get him involved, it could be pretty dangerous for, for the Knicks. I th- I think that, yeah, of course, like the Knicks, yeah, they have really good defense. And you have Randall, MVP candidate. But on the other side, Trey Young, still one of the best point guards in the league. You have Bogdan Bogdanovich. You have Kevin Herter, the lights-out shooter. John Collins, a stretch four, stretch five-ish player. And then you have also have Clint Capella, who also plays really good defense, as you said. I don't think the Hawks can just be swept aside like that, especially with a coach like Nate McMillan, who has also proven himself. You know, the year with, where Victor Oladipo was All-NBA, he was the coach, and mm-hmm. he almost beat the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron, which is pretty, you know, pretty tough to do. All I'm saying, we've seen good teams be swept in the past. The Toronto Raptors, right? They weren't good. The Toronto Raptors got swept. They weren't good. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I feel like the Knicks, they're, they're good offensively and defensively. They're the fourth seed. I don't think there's going to be that, but it's not going to be that big of a competition for New York. Damn. Okay. Okay. This this is this is very controversial, Ryan. This is probably the most controversial you have ever. Been. A sweep, really? A sweep? Oh, yeah. A, a sweep. Oh. Knicks Hawks okay. sweep. That's I, I'm I'm pretty surprised from that. All right. All right. I I just think it's possible. Completely viable. Okay. Okay, Ryan. <laughs> and our next. You know what? Up. No, I yeah. have the Hawks winning the series now. I have the Hawks winning this series oh. in six games. In a sweep. In this, okay. No, so yeah, no, sweet, sweet, no, sweet, sweet. All right, all right, all right. 
But yeah, the, the Knicks aren't even gonna win the. I don't. I I don't think they're gonna even win the playoffs. So. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter to to the NBA, but it matters to us. You know. Fine. Like, that's, Fine. It does. That's what matters. So I think the Hawks are gonna beat the Knicks in the sweep. All right. All right. Yeah, you come you come talk to me when uh, New York wins with game one. It's not gonna happen, man. It's not because it's gonna be a hawk sweep. That's what. Nah, nah. It's it's a, it's a Nick sweep. Okay, dude. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna watch a highlight on Bleacher Report. John Collins dunks on Nerlens Noel and Julius Randle. Nerlens Noel's gonna the ball's gonna slip out of Noel's hand and hit Trey Young, yeah, rendering giving him concussion protocol. Yeah, you're right, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Add butterfingers. Your butterfingers. <laughs> concussion protocol. Nick's win. Yeah, you want? Damn, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, Milwaukee and Miami. This was a very tough matchup for me. Yeah, yeah, it was. On one hand, you had Milwaukee who lost in six, five or six last year in the conference semifinals to Miami, mm-hmm. but taking that Miami kind of got worse this year, and Milwaukee upgraded the roster this year. I have Milwaukee coming out in seven. I also have Milwaukee coming out in seven. I could see this also being. Milwaukee coming out in six, just because when you improve Bledsoe to Drew Holiday, it changes a lot. Because it changes everything. <laughs> they used to leave Bledsoe wide open from three. They used to force Bledsoe to shoot, dare him to shoot. You can't dare Bro, Drew Holiday to shoot. You can't do that with Drew Holiday. Yeah, and it's this is a different animal. And yeah, Bledsoe's good on defense, but he's also no Drew Holiday. And I think the impact that Drew Holiday is going to have on the series is insane. I I don't. I kind of want to regret this seven-game thing for Miami. I think, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I think the Bucks win this in five games. That's completely possible. I just don't I just don't want to miss out the fact that they still have Bam Jimmy, who's Jimmy is the most hardest-working NBA player out there, and Bam, a defensive player of the year candidate in my mind. Right. I just don't want to eliminate those two from. Like, you take those out, it's pretty much a guarantee four-game, four, four five-game win. But Jimmy and Bam can stretch that to six, seven games. I mean, I mean that's that's obvious, isn't it, Ryan? You take out the yeah. best players, they lose. But <laughs> you know what? Let me take that back. I, I think it's actually really close. No, 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 no. I take it back. I take it back. Okay, you take it back. All right. I, I made a tweet. Uh, I wrote a tweet, and I was like, Jimmy is one of the most underrated guys when it comes time to the playoffs. I think Jimmy is like a top five guy you want on your team. It's mm-hmm. like you want LeBron. And then Chris Paul, Chris Jimmy Paul. Butler, like th- like those guys, you've seen Jimmy Butler do this time and time again. In Minnesota, he brought them to the playoffs. Philadelphia, he was the best player on the court when there was mm-hmm. five minutes left. And last year, he made it to the finals. So the, he he's pretty much going to do the same thing in this playoffs. They've done it once. They could try their best to do it again. But at the end of the day, the Bucks improved the roster and they all, all individually improved. Giannis is getting comfortable with the mid-range shot. And I just think that, you know, the Bucks are, are going to take this one in six or seven. Six or seven. I feel like, just just for the record, I feel like if Victor Oladipo was healthy and actually playing well, like Oladipo's obviously out for the season, Miami would have had a chance. Definitely, definitely. Just because of what Oladipo can, we've seen he can do in his Pacer days. And... I don't know. Miami, Miami really lost in the offseason. And yeah, they did add all depot at the trade deadline, which seemed like a win. But right now he's out for the rest of the season. 
and they don't have really any big man death anymore because they traded uh the big the big man in Kelly Olenek. So he no big it, man. <laughs> the Canadian. They traded the Canadian. And it's gonna be very difficult for uh uh for them to match up against Milwaukee's Giannis, their Chris Middleton, uh Lopez, Drew Holiday. It's gonna be very difficult. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I can't, you know, talk too much trash about Miami. Like they still acquired Trevor Ariza, which I called, you know, Trevor Ariza mm-hmm. going to the Heat. And I think he could make a bit of a difference. He's a really good wing defender. You've seen it in the past, and he's able to hit threes. Even even has a bit of slashing game. Yep. I think if if you put him on Giannis for a few stretches, you could see a bit of a bit of success. <laughs> a bit uh, some drugs. <laughs> some drugs. <laughs> but you can see success with, with Ariza uh, on Giannis and I think actually it's gonna be pretty close. It's gonna be close games. Yeah. Yeah. So five or seven, really. Yeah. Five to five to seven. Five, five to, to seven. seven. Yeah, that's that's a good one. But Milwaukee will come out. Yeah. I believe at least. Right. And finally, Brooklyn and Boston. You know, I feel bad that Boston was so hyped. Right. That, yeah, I, I really feel bad for them because who are we kidding? It's Brooklyn. Yeah, like Tatum dropped fifty and he was so excited, you know, and, and this series <laughs> they're gonna get beat by fifty and they're gonna be super sad. Because Brooklyn is fully healthy with all their guys, and Boston is sitting without, without uh, without Jalen Brown, and without who's it? Isn't Robin Lopez? Not Robin Lopez. Robert Williams also injured. Robert now? Williams. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's 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 tough for for Boston fans out here, and I'm kind of sad they made the playoffs. You know, like they already were in so much pain when they lost Jalen Brown. Now that they made the playoffs, they're gonna just get balanced and not have a high pick either. Mm-hmm. But regardless, it's Brooklyn will come out. I just feel like Boston will have one game, one game that's good. Tatum goes off one game, tries yeah, to survive. I agree. Fifty, like maybe a fifty, sixty point game, but that's it. Brooklyn in five. Yeah, I think I think yeah, Tatum's gonna pull out a LeBron performance real quick. Just one of those dying performances. And you know, even before I I put this for one, I actually had Boston putting up a bit of a fight. But the more I thought about it. It, it didn't seem realistic. Yeah, like you're putting Grant Williams out. Like, yeah, it's Aaron Neesmith is playing. There's no way that they're Celtics. My only complaint is I don't think they would be this low if they had traded Tristan Thompson instead of Daniel Tice. Yeah. Oh my God, man! Thank God you brought. That I up, am man. so. I am very unhappy with that trade. I'm like Daniel looking Tice. back, looking back, like looking at the production. Tice would have been. A bet it's it's a much better fit than Tristan Thompson. He should have been traded to Chicago. Yeah, and I see Celtics fans sometimes talk about, oh, Daniel Tice doesn't raise our ceiling. We need to look in different directions. I mean, you need to look at your young players. You have Jalen Brown, who's like in his young twenties. You have Jason Tatum, who's in his young twenties. Why not just trust that? Okay, these guys are going to improve, improve, and Tice is going to improve too. Tice was getting a three ball shot. He was trying to work on it. Now he's actually kind of been using it a lot more in Chicago. Like, why not just stay with that lineup that you got the seven games already, you've challenged the best teams, you've proved that you can stand with the top dogs. Why trade mm-hmm. your starting center, which is one of the most important parts of your team? Like, why would you do that? And what do you get? Mo Wagner, who you just Useless. waved? Useless. <laughs> he's, 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 he's they garbage. waved him. He's in, he's in Orlando now. Yeah, he's like, he's, yeah, he's, he's, in, Orlando, he's in Orlando now. Right? Orlando now. <laughs> 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 They're playing Luke Cornette. Like, what is like? Why would you do that? That, that? 
Like no no trash Luke Cornette, but uh, really, yeah, <laughs> really right. Boston, really Brad Stevens, really Danny Ainge. That's the solution. Like a stretch big who can't play defense instead of a, a big that can play defense and plays hard, and... grabs rebounds, tough physical player, smart player. Like why would, I'm actually getting so mad for no reason? But why would you trade Daniel Tice? Salary? Like, are you that? Are you no, that no, no. I swear, Daniel Tice made less than just now. If I'm mistaken, so be it. But he is so much more important to the Celtics than what Tristan Thompson brings right now. Exactly. It's abysmal. That that trade, like, you took Raptors to like seven games when that that year them in the championship. Like, uh, what's going? Well, oh, no. uh, and that was all, nice. all that for what? All that for what? To to get destroyed by Brooklyn. Yeah, so dumb, man. So dumb. <laughs> so I want this to be a sweep low key just because of that. Like, I hope Daniel Tice <laughs> is sitting on his couch just laughing. Like, ah, oh, look at what these guys did. They trade away me and they lose like this. Ha, dumbass. That's so sick. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. That's. I think for all for all four teams are pretty equal. Yeah. yeah. Philly, New York, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn. No, no, no. I have Atlanta. Oh no. Yeah, Atlanta okay. in the sweep, yeah. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Philly and New York, Philly and Atlanta. Who are we <laughs> kidding? I think I think Danny Green's going to carry. Yeah, I think Dan, Danny Green's yeah, going to carry. Game, maybe, Dan, yeah. Danny's going to carry. It's, it's six games. It's inevitable, it's like, man. Like, it's going to happen. I, I don't know why people are acting like Danny Green's not going to do that. <laughs> it, it's crazy. You see, We've seen this guy with the Spurs. We've seen this guy right. locked down under down his throughout the playoffs like it, it's just it's just gonna happen man yeah Philly, Philly is gonna beat New York in six as much as New York has been so well this year I don't think you can stand up to like all these all these veterans in the play, playoff veterans it's 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 quite simple really for for Philly to make it to the next round <laughs> yeah and you you do have a little faith in in the Knicks giving them two games right there, but I can't man. I think this is this is gonna be the sweep series. Yeah, you have Randall, but if you put Simmons on Randall, like who are you deferring to? R.J. Barrett, inefficient scorer. I mean, R.J.'s been better. No, he's not. He's not a good player still. Like you've seen him in the clutch fold. He's folded. Like it's he's not. He's still not a good player. I, I think people are kind of overrating him a bit, but. It's going to be a sweep. You have so much good defenders. You have such a strong team. Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Like that that trio versus Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Derrick Rose. It, it It's such a insurmountable talent deficit. I don't know what I just said. But it's, it's just such <laughs> a big gap in talent that it's going to be a sweep. The best person usually win the series. And Philly has three of the best players. It's not... It's not that I'm saying New York will win. I just feel like they can snag it, snag two games out. Okay, okay. And I'm assuming the same for you with Atlanta. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, Atlanta's gonna lose in like five, five ish. Oh, 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 so New York's gonna lose in four. New New York is being swept, but Atlanta's better than New York, <laughs> gonna, right? Atlanta's gonna survive one like, game. Atlanta's better than New York, so like logically they would they would win a game. Nah, bro, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. But Philly makes it. Danny Green carries. Of course, yeah. All right. And moving on to Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Surprisingly. Who you got? Milwaukee, Brooklyn. 
you had Milwaukee coming out in seven. Yes. I have Brooklyn coming out in seven. This is going to be an a a actual... very. This might be the the tightest series in the playoffs. It's going to be a clash of the Titans, actually. Like you have Giannis. I mean, he's already dropped. I mean, there was a game late in the season where it was like Giannis dropped like forty nine, and Durant dropped like thirty nine or something, and it was it was such a enjoyable tight game. That's gonna be that's gonna be happening pretty much the whole series. Like, it, there's no way that this doesn't go to like six or seven, and it's gonna be decided by like a, a couple of shots. So that's why I right. see like I, I like Milwaukee coming out in, in seven. I can see it happening, but I just think that the amount of talent you have coming down to like the last five minutes, mm-hmm. how can you not like side with James Harden, Kyrie, and Durant? Yeah. So I when I was doing this, I was also debating this. But I came to the realization of Drew Holiday. You have Drew Holiday locking up Kyrie and Harden. That just, even though he can only guard one player at a time, like maybe even two, but like realistically one, you take away one, you take away that option on offense. And then you have to defer to back to KD, which is going to be guarded by Giannis, a DPOY. It's going to be very tough for Brooklyn to put up put up those last minute shots and then let's not forget about Chris Middleton who had his like I don't, I'm not sure if he did but he had a, like a 50 40 90 or something like that but I think Milwaukee even though Brooklyn has just as much as a chance I feel like Milwaukee has Drew Holiday who can win the series for them right and you know usually this playoff series you know usually the best players decide the games I think that it's usually the role players that decide the games. At this point, this is going to be the role players. Yeah, and if you think about it, like you have, if you if you have a last second shot, and Kyrie's being blitzed, Harden is you know getting contested, KD is getting like swarmed. You can just throw that ball to Joe Harris. Like Joe Harris is still there. Like I think he's gonna make a lot of a lot of impact in this series. Like, he's gonna get a lot of open shots, and mm-hmm. if he performs, then you know Brooklyn can win in even six. Just because if you put so much attention on, on the three stars, you kind of forget that they have, you know, like they Jeff have other Green. people. Yeah. You do forget they have other people. And right. then, like, Blake Griffin's still inside, and he's been he's been damn good. Yeah, he hasn't been too bad, yeah. And then, uh, who knows? Maybe Spencer Dinwiddie would be back for this matchup. He's oh, already that stated. could be big. He yeah. did state. But I think at the end of the day, you do want the ball in your superstar's hands. And when right. you have... You kind of forget that you had all these, like at least for the players, they forget or not. Uh, they, they tend to try and take the last shot themselves. And right. if KD's taking the last shot with Yanis, like ten feet over him, it's it's going to be very difficult. Drew Holiday locks up the guards. That's why Milwaukee comes up, but Brooklyn coming out would not surprise me. Yeah, and you know they. It's not even just Drew Holiday. Like Dante DiVincenzo is, is a still a he's very, a very good defender as he's well. He's agile. He's smart. He's fast. Like he's also he can also stick with Kyrie a bit. Like I don't see why, you know, you can have them switching. You know, it, it, if like is a screen set, you just switch them both. Like mm-hmm. that could definitely be a possibility. So yeah, I could see both of them. I could see both Milwaukee and Brooklyn coming out of the series. But uh, I as I've been like throughout the year, I've been riding with. Milwaukee, I think that's what I, who I said who was going to the finals for the East. Right. Yeah, and as uh, Brooklyn's going to have his chances next year, but 
me Milwaukee will win it this year. Okay. I mean, right. We haven't even talked about Philly, Philly, Milwaukee, Philly, Brooklyn. Oh, I, I meant the series, uh, the Milwaukee, Brooklyn series. Oh, oh, you. What, you yeah, yeah, that, oh. this series is going to be happening for years to come. Whether oh. it's going to be the semifinals or the conference finals, it, this is going to be a. It's going to be like the OKC and Spurs series, like in twenty twenty tens. Unless Durant just leaves again because he's bored. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like <laughs> my next chapter. My next chapter. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. And finals, or oh, conference finals. 76ers versus Nets, my Bucks. So I think uh, both of these series, like Philly was basically playing for second. Like I, I'm a the, a mega Sixers fan, mm-hmm. but with so much flaws in your offense, and you know, you know me, the the biggest Ben Simmons fan in the world, <laughs> I still think that his game is is still not ready. It's for, still a little one dimensional to me. Like you've seen it over and over again. Simmons comes up the floor, passes out to someone, and he stands in a dunker spot. By the time it comes to this part of like the, the playoffs, you can't just have Simmons stand there at the dunker spot because they will exploit that. They will send out help. They will like help off of Ben Simmons. And the second you see Ben Simmons open, you pass to him, it's stolen. Like it's gonna happen. And I think Brooklyn's just gonna outsmart. Just, just, they're gonna eat that up. They're gonna. They're gonna feast on that. Yeah, they're gonna feast on the flaws the Sixers have, and yeah, you have shooters on the Sixers. Yeah, you have Joel Embiid, and I think Joel Embiid's gonna have a big series, but I still don't think it's enough for the Sixers to to beat the three stars of the Nets. Mm-hmm. And as much as Danny Green's gonna have 60, 70 point games, it <laughs> what, what can you do against three superstars really? Yeah, like they did all that just to try to beat Danny Green. It's kind of shameless that they put it, up. It's kind of very shameless. Like they say, yeah. it's to be LeBron, but I don't. I don't see it. Like it's it's like, obviously oh, against Danny Green. It's it's not. Why would it be LeBron? LeBron got eliminated in the first round. Yeah, like LeBron <laughs> missed the playoffs already. Like Danny Green, like does not miss the playoffs. I don't see why they they think it's LeBron. Nah, Danny Danny Green got tired of ring chasing. He just said, Nah, not this year. He's yeah, gonna, he's gonna get he's gonna get next year. He's gonna get next year. <laughs> next year, yeah, next year. <laughs> but yeah, um, Philly. For me, does come in second. They lose to Milwaukee, and once again, Giannis, Chris Middleton, Dante DiVincenzo, Brooks Lopez, Drew Holiday, Bobby Portis, Jeff. These guys, they just, they, they can just. There's just so much, not better, but like I think they can beat the 76ers. Yeah, it's plain and simple. There's no kind of special mechanisms or something. It's just that I think Milwaukee and Brooklyn are better than Philly, even though they're the first seed. And mm-hmm. by the time it comes to playoff times, playoff time, they're both gonna outshine the Sixers. Yep, for sure. But Philly's gonna have a very bright future. They already do. I, I would, uh, yeah, I would hope. I mean, they already, they already do, right? I, I don't know, man. The, the situation with Simmons and Embiid, like, it's, it's still, it's, it's still tough. Like, we still watch, watch Simmons start dropping threes in the conference finals. If he does that. Oh my god! It, oh, I would ask you a question. It's a secret wow. weapon. It's <laughs> it secret is weapon. a secret. That's a secret weapon. Oh man, that'd be so. That'd be so good. That'd be so, good. That'd be so crazy. But um, yeah. until until he starts doing that, Milwaukee or Nets, they're coming out of these. Exactly. And now we made it to the finals. Yes. 
So you have Phoenix, Milwaukee in the finals, and I have Lakers and Nets. So we we both have different teams, which is actually kind of nice to have. Don't agree on in the finals. <laughs> so while well, I see your bracket, uh, let's let's see your argument for for who's gonna win. As much as Chris Paul being so excited getting to his first NBA Finals, I think Giannis. You, you can't put Jay Crowder on Giannis. Like, maybe Miami did, but he did have Jimmy Butler and Bam switching. But you yeah. can't just put Jay Crowder on on Giannis and expect to, 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 like, shut him down 48 minutes every night. There's no way. And don't forget, you still have Chris Middleton in the past two. You still have Dante DiVincenzo, Drew Holiday in the past two. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a fun matchup, but Milwaukee will still win the NBA finals for me. Yeah, I I would definitely I would definitely feel like the Suns just don't have enough defense in their arsenal to to defend Giannis. Like Giannis is actually a, a monster these days. So yeah, I, I would think Milwaukee wins that against the Suns. I think they would win that at five to be honest. At five. Five. Yeah. I just think Chris Paul is just so good. <laughs> I can Chris tell. Paul is just so good. That he, he just carried the team all the way. Two NBA Finals, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't want, uh, I don't want this to be like even more controversial. But if there were any other team besides Brooklyn or Milwaukee, Phoenix might even have a chance of winning the finals. You, you, yeah, you have a lot of faith in them, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I don't even. Phoenix is so hot. I don't even like it there, but <laughs> oh, some of the hot man. Oh my god. Yeah, we, it's, we definitely it's, don't like the hot. Oh, my God. The, 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 we're Canadian. We like the cold. But this team has done so much within the last the last few months. It's it's crazy. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Yeah, Phoenix it is a really good team. But I feel like I'm just more of an advocate in coaching and having the right plan to beat teams. And, yeah, Monty's good. Until I see him perform this, perform like with their team in the playoffs, like I don't know. We've seen them with Utah; they've always been a good team. But the second gets to the playoffs, they they crumble. Like uh, I, yeah, even though I have them making the conference finals, like that's kind of <laughs> ironic. But I just feel like you need to prove it first, and then uh, I could take it a bit seriously. That's why I don't have the Suns winning right now. But if they perform, if they get to like, you know, the the semifinals or conference finals, then I would definitely have a lot more faith in Phoenix. I mean, like Nick Nurse, first season as head coach, and still. I mean, they had Kawhi. I mean, guys. Okay, yeah, it's, fine, it's but <laughs> fine, but you can't dismiss first-year head coaches for, well, well, Steve Kerr, right? Or was Steve Kerr? He was like first, second-year coach. Still, 2015 wins the NBA, wins the NBA uh, finals. I mean, Ty- Tyron Lue, um, first year as head coach with the Cavs, 2016 NBA finals. But think about it. those teams were already playoff teams. When he when they got when he got there, like Monty Williams just got the job, and their playoff team. Like it, we, I still gotta see it at least. At least with the other teams, we've seen the Raptors in the playoffs, we've seen mm-hmm. the Cavs. You know LeBron, obviously. Like I just I just have to see the Suns perform in the playoffs. Let's see what Monty Williams does when it comes down to it. Yeah. Uh, and if he if he does the right things, then I would have you know, no problem. You know having the Suns you know, go deeper next year. All right. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And uh, for you, I see Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I, Brooklyn. 
I guess the Lakers, you know, this, I've I've such like a casual doubting, doubting <laughs> the king. Doubting I know LeBron. I'm doubting the king, man. Like what? I mean, what can you say when we've seen this with LeBron, man? Like yeah, LeBron made it to the finals all these years, but remember against the Warriors, Curry, yeah. like ah, it's 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 just like PTSD for LeBron. He's going against Durant, Kyrie, Harden. Like LeBron can carry all he wants, and yeah, he has AD, but when you have this much star power, it's literally just like stars versus stars. And simply put it, the Lakers it have two stars. It comes down to role players. It comes down to role players. Oh, oh yeah, that, that. it comes down to role players too. Yeah, I mean, Joe Harris. But I'm just saying, the Lakers have two stars. The Nets have three stars. And that's just how it works. And But, you know, seriously, Durant, when it comes down to it, he performs when it comes to playoff times. And against LeBron, he's historically been such a good performer. And with Kyrie, you know, Kyrie can... Probably has a bit of inside information on what LeBron does, what LeBron doesn't do, doesn't do, and with Harden being this kind of new playmaker as a player, you know, you need playmakers to to initiate the offense, to initiate the offense, and also just you know just be on your team. Like a lot of times, you know, when it comes down to to the playoffs, you have a lot of slow down offense, and you need someone to kind of make something on the fly. Harden can do that, and against a team like the Lakers, yeah, they're really good, but the Nets just have so much talent that I just I just can't not see them winning. Agreed. Shouldn't have traded Danny Green. Yeah, they. I don't know why they did that, man. Like, yeah, he missed a shot in the finals, but he's still the best player in the world. I don't know why he would do that. Trade him based off of emotions. Yeah, agreed. Um, the Nets have three guys. Um, Lakers have two guys, as you said. And... Uh, I think Kevin Durant will win his third NBA Finals MVP if that's this were the case. Yeah, I would and guess the, so. The Lakers really regret trading Danny Green. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they and really regret it. This is not what I want to happen. Like I don't, I don't want this to happen. I really don't want the Brooklyn Nets to win the championship. I see your bracket. I would, I would definitely like. The Suns Bucks match up a lot more and to see Giannis win his championship, but this this is just how I see it going with so much talent and with the best teams always having the best players, this is just what I see going down. I I, I feel I feel like mine's very reasonable though. Yeah, it's it's definitely reasonable. Yeah, it is definitely <laughs> reasonable. Suns Bucks, like that that would be a pretty wild match. It, it would be like against the score scorecards. That, that's what it would yeah. be. Yeah. Like. This is like the the matchups that aren't featured in like the betting, the the betting uh, like rounds. Like yeah, yeah. you just Somebody... like it's like the what's it the the payout fee is like times a hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one's expecting this. You know, even better. Like my bracket was for like the casuals and like people that, you know what? This is my my bracket is pretty much. If you don't watch basketball, you agree with my bracket, but. If you I feel like if you really like pay attention to a lot of stuff, I feel like you have a lot a lot more reasoning for for your your brackets. Your bracket. No, I just I just take into account like what each team has done mm-hmm. and what in the past this season and what they can do, and that's why I these are the decisions I've come up, come up with. Right, like with Phoenix, you know, like Chris Paul and. You have a really good coach in Monty, but my logic was pretty much LeBron is LeBron, and like I, like I just can't say no to that, man. No, the logic is just that uh, you need three guys to be Danny. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, Danny Green was on um, the Lakers. They still the Lakers would be back to back champs. Yeah, and if Danny Green was on the Celtics, they would make it to the finals. Also, right. win. Danny yeah. Green was on the Raptors. Imagine that's another that's another finals. Imagine, Final oh board. my god! Imagine like in, in 2018, like the Raptors traded DeRozan for Kawhi and and Danny Green. Like imagine what would happen. Oh, that's cr- that would have been. Oh my gosh! I wish that happened. I know. Me too. Man. <laughs> Crazy. No, <laughs> the headline is. Spurs trade Danny Green and others <laughs> for Demar Derozan. <laughs> Danny Green and others. Danny Green and first round pick Kawhi Leonard, like whoever that is. And this other guy. Yeah, and this is a fun guy and a fun guy and a fun Danny guy Green and, fu- and a fun guy. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that's great. With that, that concludes our NBA twenty twenty one NBA playoffs bracket. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And any closing words, Austin? Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after the content. <laughs> exactly. Take care.